I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. It's your boy Cito on the beat. You're listening to me right now on Rebel Radio. What's good, everybody? It's Sui, and you're listening to me on Rebel Radio. Gang. Hey, fuck you, Josh. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up, what up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh-huh. Rebel Radio is going down. What did you say? Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Rebel Radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio, the weekly show where I bring you the rebels that are shaping our culture. We talk about how they do it, why they do it, and what you can do to get a little piece of the pie for yourself. We're also the only show to bring you new music every week from our friends over at EDM.com. I'm Josh Levine, and check it out. In studio with me today is Sito. Uh, Sito is a hot producer, still kind of working his way up, but already making big things happen. Uh, He's got tracks with Cardi B, Kevin Gates, YG, Ty Dolla Sign. The list goes on and on. He's, he's working on his own project right now. Uh, and he brought with him a special surprise guest, Sui Generis, a.k.a. Sui. Um, they're close friends and, and work closely together. Sui is a 16-year-old rapper who's already doing big things. He's got a big single out called Now with Lil Skies and, um, and a lot more to come. Some great lessons about what they what it what you go through as a uh, as an artist and producer in 2019 and beyond. Uh, we hear a lot about consistent productivity, the constant demands for new content, for putting out music, getting feedback, handling criticism. Um, we also explore a little bit of the generational differences because we have a, a pretty broad age range from myself down to Sui. Um, you know, as it relates to music, for, for those of you who are who remember uh, maybe longingly the days of albums and long songs, extended mixes, you know, Sui had a message that if you're making music today that's more than two minutes long, you are um, you're out of sync with the time. So really, really interesting stuff we get into here in our interview, and we're going to jump into it right after the EDM.com track of the week.
thing, show your work. Just Matthew with Show Your Worth, the EDM.com track of the week. If you like that one, get over to EDM.com, check out more new music, and let's get into our interview with Sito and Sui Generis. Well, I appreciate you guys making time. Come do this. I know you're in the studio making making hits, so yeah, uh, it's great that you take a minute out. What, um... What, so maybe talk about the record a little bit that, that you're working on now. Um, well, we got a single out right now called Familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's featuring Tory Lanez and TJ Porter. So we've been pushing that right now. Um, you know, that's my main single that I've been pushing at the moment. Yeah. So it's been, uh, you know, we, we put it out like beginning of the summertime. And uh, it's been doing good. Yeah. on Sui's album got a couple of things in the works so he was telling me I asked him how you guys met he said you just met over Instagram yeah um, he put out a record uh, like two years ago called Pull Up yep and um, and I, I saw the video and I thought it was dope so I hit him up and we linked we've been working ever since pull up with a I got perks perks yeah. pull up in a foreign nigga skirt skirt playing with the bitches now they hurt so how do you know um how do you know like like the, how do you know if you want to work with somebody i don't know it's like it's, it's the vibe like i gotta hear the music if i like the music i usually link with the artist and then kind of just vibe with them and yeah then, you know you kind of you know i feel like artist producers gotta have like chemistry you know so i go off of just energy you know right like, you know how the vibes with the artist that's how I know if I want to work with them or not, you know? I mean, that's what we were just talking about, right? Is like, you know, that's kind of the the old days was like everybody was in the studio and you have that vibe now. It's like stuff happens over email yeah, or, yeah. or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, I work with artists like that too, but yeah, yeah there's, there's a disconnect with that too, you know? Because sure. like, you know, you might send music over that might not really be what the artist is looking for. Right. That's why it's always better to get in the studio with the artist and work. Do you think you can hear it? in the in the music like you know do you feel like you can hear that 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 connection on the track it depends Mm. you know like me and Sui work all the time so when I'm back home I send work over for him to record right it kind of sounds like the same when we work in person I mean it's a little different when we work in person but sure but now you guys kind of know each other yeah exactly so it it just depends but if it's if you're just sending out records to artists that you've never met right yeah you could definitely probably hear the difference yeah yeah Um, I always like to kind of start at the beginning I want to you know I want to talk about how you got to this point and where you're going next but um, but so I'm asking you both a question uh do you remember the first record you ever bought? 
Mm. I do. First record I ever bought was The Dynasty, Jay-Z. Okay. Yeah, that was the first album I ever bought. Yeah. What was the first album you bought? I think the first album I bought. I think it was my own. Seriously? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, my first album I bought it. It's because, like, I would never really buy an album. Like, I would never, like, I would just look it up and go right. get it, like, get a crack yeah. or something. Man, these sure. are, you know, you're an old head, so yeah, you gotta yeah, buy yeah, that I'm shit. Little, yeah, I'm, I was, I'm a little old, dude. Nah, yeah, but sure. I never, I never bought stuff like that. I would right. just, like, look it up. Yeah, yeah. And just find it for free. For sure. <laughs> Do you buy records now? Huh? Well, sometimes like I'll I'll go on iTunes and I'll purchase it just because I like I want to have it forever, right. you know. Yeah. Or it's just my homies that I just be like, yeah, hey, the money goes to them, you know. Whatever. Yep. For sure. So support. Yeah, that makes sense. That's funny. Um, and so, uh, and how did you get started making music? What was the like? Were you always? Um, I st- I started producing when I was like thirteen. Okay. And um, I started in my bedroom. Who Who introduced you to that? My cousin, a cousin of mine. I don't know if you remember back in the day, there used to be a video game for PlayStation, the first PlayStation. It was called Music Generator. Oh yeah. It was made by MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a, uh, it was a game where you could actually make music on it. Yeah. So my cousin used to play that game. He put me onto the game, and then like I fell, I fell in love with just the, the idea of like, oh man, I don't, I, I guess, growing up, I always thought that whenever I heard music, it was always a band. Right. So I always thought that there was a bunch of people in the room. So That's when right. I found out that a producer could do the guitars, piano, drums, all on his own, right, like right. one person could create an entire record, like you know, it was it was interesting. So I was like, man, I would, I'd, I'd like to do this. This sounds dope, you know. Yeah. And I just from there, I just started doing research. I, you know, I bought programs and bought myself a keyboard, and I just started like you know, getting my dad to just get me mad stuff, just nice. so I could start. And that's how I started, and then. Um, when I graduated high school, I opened my first studio. So okay. I opened like my own recording studio, and I kind of just gained experience through that. So you're 13. Were you? Did you have the confidence to go play beats for people, or was that were you like nah. shy about it? Uh, no, I think the first few years were kind of just me and my room, kind of just getting myself together. So I didn't really show people a lot of my work. Yeah. I was just getting good at what I did. You know, I didn't start playing beats for people till I was like 17. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What about you? You remember like first time rapping for other people, performing? Um, first time I, mean, I was like twelve years old at like a family party. Wow. And I just had come up with like you know, some raps and I was like walking around showing my family and then they were just like, Yeah, that's cool, but go away, I'm drinking. Like <laughs> I don't wanna hear this right now. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, you know, it's good I get it I wouldn't want to hear it either right. and then I go and then like just keep practicing and then like and then everybody started hearing it when I started recording it yeah this episode of Rebel Radio is brought to you by HoneyBook now I love having HoneyBook as a sponsor of our show because you know I run a creative business I know a lot of you do and if you're like me you didn't get into it because you wanted to do the administration stuff you got into it because you wanted to be creative and so HoneyBook is an online business management tool that lets you organize all your client communications, bookings, contracts, invoices, all in one place. You can uh, consolidate the services you already use, like QuickBooks, MailChimp, 
uh, Gmail, all that stuff. Um, it's a great choice for client and business managers, for freelancers, business owners. It just lets you do everything that you need to do faster and better so that you can focus on, uh, on what you really want to do. Save time, do more of what you love using HoneyBook. Right now, HoneyBook is offering listeners of Rebel Radio 50% off your first year with the promo code REBEL. Payments flexible, and the promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. So go to HoneyBook.com and use the promo code REBEL for 50% off your first order. That's HoneyBook.com, promo code REBEL. When, uh, I'll ask both of you, when, was there a moment when you knew, like, this is going to be my career? The when I was 13 yeah. the minute from like, day one the minute that I picked it up I said this is what I want to do yeah so just from day one yeah. you knew what it was going to be yeah from you know yeah once I once I picked up the program I was like yeah this is what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah like, yeah I, I even told my parents like when I was in high school I'm like I'm not going to college and they looked at me like I was crazy and I'm is that like right? you know and yeah they, they looked at me like I was crazy and I was like now nah, I'm going to save up my money Every dollar I can, and when I graduate high school, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my money and open my my own small recording studio. And like my dad's a musician, so he was kind kind of like all for it. My okay. Mom, my mom wasn't crazy about me not going to college, but yeah, of course. You know, what's your dad play? My dad is actually a music producer, but he plays okay. a little bit of everything. He plays guitar, bass guitar, he plays keys, and I play a little bit of everything myself, drums. So, what what'd you learn from him about the the business side? You know what? I didn't really he I never really learned too much from him on the business side, but I learned okay. a lot musically, you know, oh, yeah. as far as playing it. Like when I started producing when I was 13, I already played instruments. I've been playing the drums since I was 6. Mm -hmm. I started playing the piano with, you know, when I was 9. So it kind of made the process a little easier for me when I started producing. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I already knew how to play instruments, so like I was I was musically inclined. So it yeah. wasn't like I was just picking up a program and not knowing what to do. Like I kinda already knew how to play. I knew how to come up with melodies. So it was just kinda just like polishing myself. Man, I remember I had you know, I've I've always had a lot of friends that were producers and stuff and then one of them I was like, Let me borrow a keyboard and I took something home and, and uh I was like, Man, I, I, I spent like a good weekend just trying to figure it out and I was like, I this is not gonna happen for me. <laughs> I don't know. It, I wasn't, wasn't going to figure it out on my yeah, own. Yeah, it, you know? it comes natural for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's that, like, name. I don't know, like, we work. Like, the other day, he, he goes to me, yo, I want, like, I want this kind of vibe. And I made him, like, two beats with that vibe in, like, 20 minutes. Like, it just, like, it just flows out of me. It's just... It's crazy. It just comes out yeah. so fast, you know? Like, I can't even make songs, even though I freestyled every single lyric. I couldn't make songs fast enough to catch up to his beats that he makes. That's crazy. Yeah, I just like. So talk about that. I noticed, you know, I've, I've you know, I seen on your website you got beats for sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I want to talk about, but but you know, it seems like you make a lot of music, right? Yeah, you have, definitely. You have, I don't know how many beats even just right now on the site. I'm sure you have way more. Yeah. Um, well, I have, get... I have the site up because. Uh, you know, just working with artists like Suey or like TJ, you know, I've, I've done records for YG and yeah. Ty Dolla Sign and it's like, so just having that catalog, I get a lot of up and coming artists of that want to work. So I just started a website kind of just to make it affordable for them to like, you know, yeah. like be able to purchase music. That's why I have the website up there. I mean, I think that's an amazing idea. I, you know, that's obviously a new concept, right? Yeah. That, uh, and, and you know there's different people doing it that 
you can just buy a beat and go go make a track yeah um well first i was gonna ask you did you ever get like writer's block or, or is it just always i used fun? to i used to it's been a minute though yeah yeah i wouldn't say that i don't get it anymore because i probably will again but i haven't in a while it's probably been like two years what'd you do how'd you like break out of it I'm not, I think it's just everything's just practice, you know. Yeah. Just I just practice how to just constantly be creative, you know. Like anytime that I feel like I can't come up with an idea, I I listen to something. Mm. I'll listen to something similar to what I want to make, and I kind of just I wouldn't say I copy, but I kind of like just grab vibes from different places yeah, sure. and just like, I feel like you know, everybody make does that. Yeah, like, you have in to, everything you know. in life. Like there's nobody who's like completely something else you know yeah sure you yeah. just go off what you yeah do. like i don't believe anything's original everything you know it's it's about how do you, how you make it authentic you know right yeah well i know some people they like you know they go to the beach or they go up up a mountain and try to get inspired or they go you know uh you know whatever yeah they go play basketball or like she thought just party <laughs> yeah, I'm a party animal. He'll go party, yeah. he'll come back. I can make some beats all drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love That's all I do. I just make music and I party. Okay. Yeah, I party hard. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I love the nightlife, OD. What's the vibe right now? Man, I go to everything, honestly. I go to all clubs. Like, I was out last night. I got I got back to the house like 6 in the morning. What's your favorite party out. going on? Different stuff. I go to um, I go like back home. I go to a lot of brunches, mm-hmm. like on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You know, summertime. I do a lot of pool parties. Um, you know, I do Taco Tuesdays. Like okay. you know, Wednesday. So you just be out. I'm just always out. Like yeah. I, I know, I know what Taco night. Taco Tuesdays, fun Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Free Thursdays. I know, I know the vibe for every. every like day. I know what party's gonna be lit. Each day of the week, so I know right, I'm gonna go to this club on Mondays. That's their good night. Or yeah. I'm gonna go Sundays to this spot. Oh. Like I know every every yeah. spot has a good night. So like I know. Well, I'm gonna hit you go. up when I come to New York, man. I used to know the spots out there. Now. Yeah, I know all the spots. I bet. Yeah. Nice. You're the same, or you're you're <laughs> laid back. You're like the cut. He's 16. He can't even go out. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I can go. Out. Nah, I don't like it though. It's no. like. Yeah, he's not really into the into the party, party scene like that. So what do you do? What's your what's your creative like where do you get your creativity? Um it's crazy. I just get it all out of my room. Like just sitting in there, like listening to different kinds of music. Like the cool thing is like me and like all my cousins and all my friends, they all do music. So like they'll send me music, they'll talk to me about music. Like if I'm on a call with anybody I know they're all music related so it's like I'm just inspired by that you know like one of my homies will send me a song and it's like so fire I'm like yo this kind of inspired me to like make some shit right now sure that's just what I be doing yeah so when did you figure out that this was gonna be your your path um, not at that family party I <laughs> nah definitely not at that family party what's it called I was just like honestly I didn't figure it out it was my brother and my brother Cold Nights he was like he realized like that it was getting out of hand I was just going to school like normal my song out and it was just going up and then um when labels started hitting us up like my pops just pulled me out cause it was just getting hectic nice and then that's when I kinda knew 
that shit was gonna go crazy like that, you know? Yeah. Was there um what what was what was the track that like broke for you? For sure now, huh? Now. Nah. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a record with Lil Skies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I produced it, Sui featuring Lil Skies. It went crazy. Yeah. Damn, bro, we're like we're like at 30 million streams on that record. Is that right? Yeah, the record deal. We got a plaque for that record. Nice. So what happens? What happens when that? Uh, you know, when that record's blowing up, and you guys realize like we got something. What happens? What happens inside you, and what happens like with your phone and your and all that things definitely got better for sure yeah uh, yeah and even for sure i mean you went on tour right after that right you I went, went on, on tour, tour with Sky. Skies, yeah it was like first tour huh yeah. yeah it was crazy like when you drop something like that like we were just like i i, I was dropping stuff and i was just like it's going it's doing good but like my family's still ain't eating off this you know and sure. then like when now dropped i actually seen like money coming in and everything getting better and i'm just like yo like this is such a blessing for all the work me and Cito put in. Like, yeah. to get that one song, I went to New York and me for like three yeah, or four like days. Three, four days. And we made a whole entire album. And then nobody's ever heard that album. We just pulled Now out, gave it a yeah, skies, right. pulled yeah. it back, and dropped it. And dropped it as a single, yeah. That was one out of like like 12 songs we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made like 12 songs in the, in the span of like three days. Wow. Yeah, so it was dope. That That's was one dope. of them. It's always like that though, man. Like the way we record is like we'll make a bunch of songs uh-huh. and then we just like pick the best ones, you know. Like we don't go in like, all right, we're gonna keep every song. Like we just sure. record, record, record. Yeah. We just, you know, make as many songs as we can and then we'll pick the best. So it's always like that. Like we just work on big batches of records and then pick the best, you know, maybe one or two songs out of the batch. I mean, that's cool that you say that because I feel like a lot of people think that everything they do if it has to be good yeah right well, it might like be that. good but you know what mm-hmm. i mean and you know for me i always feel uh, i was explaining to my son last night my son's nine and i'm like i have so many bad ideas and i have to get those out in order to get to the good ones yep right and and that's cool to hear you say it happens to us all the time like you know we we get stuck in rut you know and sometimes we'll, we'll make two or three songs we'll be like these are cool, but they're not like right. super fire, you know. Like they're just they're good, you know. But it, it, when we start, you notice every time we get together, we always the first song. The first is, song. Every time that we link that, I come back. First song is the one. First song that we ever record is always like a super banger, <laughs> and then we get stuck the next few songs, and then we'll make one, and it's like boom, another banger, and it's like it comes like every it comes like every five or six songs that yeah. we'll get one really good record, like every five six songs. That's great. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yep. But I always tell him like. Oh, thank you. I was I always tell him. Oh, well. <laughs> good. But I always tell him I you know I I think that like you said like cause. He be in his head a lot, so like we'll be recording and like he doesn't like what's going on he'll just delete it and I always tell him like nah man you gotta get that out like you said you gotta get those ideas out because you know what sometimes at the moment you might think the song's not good like this is what happens a lot like we'll record records and we'll be like oh we're not crazy about it then we'll hear it a month later and we're like man this is kinda dope Mm -hmm. this is kinda a dope record bro craziest thing about that is like when he played my biggest songs beat I told him I was like ah nah I don't don't, don't like that I can't rap on it I don't know what it is about this beat like Never happened to me before, but I was like, this beat, 
can't do it. Like, I don't know why I can't record on it. And then the next day, he plays it again. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to get on this beat. I already <laughs> told you, like, I don't like it. And then he plays it again that night when there's a party in the studio. And I'm drinking Monster. Everybody's turning up, you know. And then I'm like, Cito, this is the best beat. And I just go in and freestyle my <laughs> hit song just like that. Wow. And it became the record with Lil Skies. So how did you know? I, I Like, there's certain... There's certain beats I make that I just feel like they have a certain vibe, and I I know that if they're recorded correctly, like I know like they could be you know potentially a big song. That was a beat that I was really crazy about, and I'm mm. like I'm telling you, man, this is this is special. Like let's do this one, let's do this one. He wasn't feeling that at first, but I I don't think it's that he didn't like the beat. I just think that the vibe he was in, mm -hmm. like the beat, didn't match his vibes at the moment. Like he so it was because <laughs> we're recording mad songs, and then I was just like already like I don't know like. Um, like, cause this is like a, it was like a lit beat, and mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if like I'm like in that mood, you know. I was kind of more like his mood is more chill, and the beat's kind of like more up tempo. That's why like when you drank the the monster, yeah. and had you like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like wait yeah, 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 when he got that mood, he's like, ah, right, yeah, I got something. Like, ended up working out. I mean, that's that's amazing though, because you know a lot of people would have just gave up on that track, right? Yep. They'd have been like, oh, I tried that. I didn't like it. There's like you have uh, a certain confidence. I I just think like I have an ear for music. Okay. So like, like I have beats right now in my laptop that I've been sitting on for two years, just because I feel like they fit certain artists that I haven't been able to get it to. Right. So I just don't play it for nobody. But right. like I have this one beat that I've been sitting on for maybe four years, and I'm in love with it. And I feel like. Whenever Jay Z and Kanye West decide to drop, you know, uh, Watch the Throne Part Two, uh -huh. like it's something that's worthy of being on there. Okay. Even if it needs to be recreated, but I sure. think, you know, like I just get ideas like that. Like I have certain ideas that I sit on because I just feel like they'll be perfect for certain artists, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you're enjoying this one, let's go back in the Rebel Radio archives. Check out my interview with Sac Passe, uh, another great young producer coming up in the game he's got a very different story of how he's he's managed his career but really fascinating stuff as well do you ever um do you ever question yourself all the time yeah. i think it's part of the process like you know i go through those moments where i feel like like damn should i be doing this you know because you know, with, with the music industry, things are like, they're super great, and then things just get really slow. Yeah. And then you feel like there's nothing going on, or sure. nobody really cares what you're doing, and you know, kind of like, you get stressed out, kind of like a little depressed, you know, and I, I go yeah. through those those moments where I question myself, like, man, am I in the right path? Am I in the right career, you know? But, right. But then, you know, I, I sit and I'll think about all the stuff I've accomplished and I'm like, man, I'm tripping. Like, <laughs> like I've done so, I, I've come so far already, like, just keep yeah. going, you know? Like, does, does it just happen? or do Sometimes you I go party. Yeah. Yeah, like, whenever I feel like that, I just go get my mind off you. I'll party, I'll get in okay. a different vibe and then I come back and start creating again. Yeah. And I just, like, honestly, it's just about pushing through. I just push through, you yeah. know? Like, I just get through it. Like, Who do you look to? Like, some, you know, I mean, this business is so crazy that, you know, like, Everybody feels that way, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes through those cycles, and some people, you know, stay in it too long. Some people move on too quickly. Uh, 
who do you you know do you have like a model that you look to uh, as far as your career or are there people that that you see as mentors that kind of help you um I mean when it comes to like like getting through stuff I kind of go through it on my own yeah like I do have people I can go to for it but I don't I, I feel like I gotta figure it out within myself okay so whenever I feel like I go through those moments I kind of just like sit back on my own I might sit in the studio alone go through some you know music I, I'm working on and kind of just like re-inspire myself you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean it's been working for me so far so you know I definitely do that but um like Suey's dad who's also his manager you know he uh you know, he's somebody I talk to. Also, my partner Jose okay. was like, you know, it's like my best friend. We, you know, just it's it's dope. usually him I, I go yeah. to. You know, he's like whenever I got to talk about stuff. But majority of the time, I go through it on my own. I just feel like I just got to like self reflect. You know. Yeah. Well, um, so talk about this. You know, your your site, right? So you were telling me how, um, you know, it opens the door for up and coming artists. Yeah. Um, you know, so I know there's a lot of those uh, services where you can just buy beats, mm -hmm. and there's the one kid I forgot his name that sold the the uh, Old Town Road beat, yeah, for two hundred fifty dollars and you crazy, know, yeah, crazy. Um, same thing happened with the kid that um, I think he sold it for the same amount of money the uh, the beat for Trap Queen for Fetty Wap. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that kid too. Um. Yeah, so I mean, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, like like I said, that's a new business, right? Where producers are selling beats outright. The person, you know, pays a one-time fee, owns it, you know, forever. Yeah. Um, I think from an old-school, you know, record business mentality, that seems crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was talking to, you know, a friend of mine that's, uh, and he was like, you know, look most you know young producers coming up i mean obviously you're, you're making hit records but a lot of guys coming up right they're just trying to get beats out and then most of their beats aren't going to make any money at all um yeah and so you might as well get 50 dollars or a couple hundred dollars and you know you just take that risk that one thing blows up and you you didn't participate in it so yeah i mean i think that's kind of I mean, crazy give me, that's give me your perspective because now nah, i think i think that's kind of crazy uh the way i do it on my website is so i, I had like a lawyer right yeah uh you know so i have kind of like a template contract so uh -huh. i don't give out like i don't i don't sell my rights you don't sell it out not right. even to major labels okay like i i lease sure. whatever i'm doing you know like okay. i do exclusive leasing yep so just to avoid those things like you know you're not just gonna buy a beat on my website for 300 bucks and <laughs> go make a million dollars with it and right. think i'm not gonna get any splits yeah. so like i put i put all of that into the contract you know make okay, sure good. that you know when they purchase the beat off the website you know they have that in their email and then it states like i'm still entitled to splits and sure. you know i still own my masters you know i don't sell my masters ever so. right 
I think that's a, yeah. A, that seems way a lot of yeah. A lot of producers should be doing that. I don't know why they would just. Except they're young, you know. They're just looking at like money for right now. They're not thinking for the future. That's what my man said. It was like it's it's weed money, right? And you weren't gonna have it anyway, so you might as well get something. Yeah. Um, but you know, they if I up, they if you I, end up selling yourself short though. Well, yeah. I mean, if I made if I made the Old Town Road beat. And, uh, you know, hopefully he bought that dude a car or something. Or I mean, he's probably getting a lot of work now because of it, which is great, too. Yeah. You know. For sure. Um, but uh, I'm sure that dude had to be upset at some point. To, like, Of course. See all that happening, and he's not there for it. Because, right, like, wasn't it, like, number one for, like, Yeah, it was the biggest, longest, number one single of all time. It's crazy. Yeah. It's um, crazy. I would have been sick to my stomach. 250 bucks. Of course. What? Right. That's a pair of sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> not even. So what can not you do even. A, not even like a limited a edition. Yeah, <laughs> like buy yourself a pair of shoes. Like maybe right. maybe go to the movies and get yourself some food. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. For a number one record, that's nah. See, uh, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. No. So your your way makes a lot more sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and do you? So when when people when someone buys a beat off the site, are you like, I mean, you just send them the file, you're done with it. Actually, the the way the websites work is it does it for you. Okay. So like, all I have to really do is just make the beat and upload it. But I guess what I mean is you're not like you're not watching those kids to see how the nah. track does, or like you're not using it for like A and R to find people. Nah. Okay. I don't. Let it go. Uh, maybe I Keep should. That's actually, <laughs> actually pretty smart. I don't know why I never did that. Well, it's a lot of extra work. I mean, I don't know yeah. how many you know tracks you're selling, but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the kids do reach out. Like whenever they record on whatever they buy on my page, yeah, they like DM me the links and oh, like, oh, cool. check out what I did on your beat and stuff yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess I do check for that. Okay. But, it's hard to like kind of like I don't because when they purchase the record you know when I look on my website I only see like real names or whatever right. they used to purchase it so oh, I don't really? even know what they go by right 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 you know it's like yeah. they might, and I, sometimes I see like weird stuff like mom's credit cards uh -huh, and stuff you know like so you like you never know who's buying this so I don't even know who's purchasing these beats sometimes right. and then just shows up on SoundCloud or whatever yeah yeah yep that's funny but I do have, um, like, all my beats that are on my website, I have them registered. Uh -huh. So, like, right. so so if they try to, like, put it up without, like, it being authorized, like, mm -hmm. they'll get pulled down. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll get a warning. Right. Like, that they can't keep it up. Yeah. So they, they're kind of, like, forced to reach out to me anyway. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a cool business. Like I said, you know, the the... I think it's kind of what we were talking about before. It, it hopefully it kind of evens out some of the highs and lows, right? That if you have this steady stream of music coming out, because I, you know, I've worked with producers, and yeah, sometimes it'll be a long period of time when you're just playing shit for people and no one's buying anything. Yeah, it's and, part of the process, though. Yeah, I always tell producers. I think that um, for a lot of producers, that's uh, like they get discouraged. From right. from that, and then maybe yeah. they start feeling like they're just not good, and then they don't want to do it anymore. But it's like, nah, it doesn't mean you're not good. It's just like you just gotta keep going, man. Like, not everything you do is gonna be for everybody. Sure, you know. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I just like, 
I just keep going, man, and I just send stuff out. In this business, you can't take things personal if somebody doesn't like your work. I think that's another thing. Like, people get so attached to the creative process of everything that they, like, they fall in love with a beat. And then the minute you tell them, like, you, that beat's not good, they're, like, they catch feelings because yeah. they're so attached. And sure. they're, like, I don't get attached to none of my work. Yeah. Like, my work kind of, like, I, I, I pitch out beats so fast and I work on them so quickly that, like, I don't, I don't get attached to them. I just mm -hmm. kind of do it, and you know, like, and I'm always open to working with producers. You know, like, you know, I might do something. The producers like, man, I, I think I could add this and make it better, change this. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like, let's whatever. Like to me, it's like whatever is gonna make it work. Right. Whatever is gonna make the record better. You yeah. know, like let's do it. I'm not, I'm not like, no, I made that. Like, yo, don't touch my stuff. Like, this right. is great. You know, there's a lot of producers that are like that though. And, but I wonder if the speed has something to do with that too, because I think you're right. You spend, you know, you spend weeks with a piece of work, right? Mm -hmm. Like you start to feel attached to it. Like you can't help. You can't. You know. I mean, I, I mean, can, yeah. I can understand why you would, right? Um, I mean, yeah. But you you shouldn't. I mean, if you want to be in the business, you shouldn't, because. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you're gonna, you might get crushed. You know, you might have people say like, "No, nah, this is not it." You know, you gotta just know to be like, "All right, cool. Let me go back to the drawing board and start over." Right. You know, and I think we're we're also in a time where like you kind of like have to move fast, and that's probably why I work so quickly. Like I can bang out 15, 20 beats a day. If I really want to like. That's crazy. You know, like when I sit there, I'm not even talking about a whole day. I can do that in four hours it takes me like I've never I've never worked on a beat longer than 30 minutes wow it takes me about 30 minutes to like complete a beat complete complete all the way yeah so I feel like and then you know now you have like you have sites like Splice have you ever heard of Splice I haven't been on it but so Splice is kind of like you can go on there and they have like other producers put loops up there mm -hmm. and like it's just like a library of stuff that you so I'll go on there and I'll get inspiration I might run through like some guitars or I'll hear like a drum I like mm -hmm. and so it kind of like it's it, like that's why I don't get writer's block sure. you know because it's like yeah, yeah, you yeah. have all these ideas that you could use it's kind of like chopping up samples that are already chopped up for you and then you kind of just tweak them to make them your own so like even with that it, it makes the process so much faster for me for sure OD like you know cause I might go in there and it's cool cause I could type in what I'm looking for I, could, I might be like you know dark melodies and then mm -hmm. it'd just be a bunch of like really dark stuff and I'll pick something I like kinda like chop it up and turn it into my own so it kinda speeds up the process so now I'm making beats 15-20 minutes I'm getting a whole beat done wow that's, it's, that's amazing it makes life a lot easier yeah I bet um what's the goal what's next well, right now I'm still pushing the single. Mm -hmm. Familiar, you know, I've been, we're 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 doing really well right now. Um, you know, I'm trying to get the video. So shot. that's your record as artist. It's my it's my record. So yeah. I'm kind of like doing like the whole Metro booming right. kind of like DJ Mustard thing. Where I'm like yep. the producer. I'm getting artists on my record, kind of sure. pitching them the idea of you know what I want them to talk about the concept, and then you know putting them out as my record. So this is actually my first record I dropped like that. Nice. But this is, and is that well. um, 
that's is that where you want to go is the kind of yeah i, I want to keep building on that mm-hmm. and then keep building on placement you know like just getting work done and, and building you know so he's like my first artist that i'm yeah. really like dedicating time to so you know we've been doing really well he's uh he's actually signed up at empire uh-huh. so you know we've been uh just working on him and and just working i've worked with a couple artists up here oh cool i work uh i work a lot with jeff on oh, okay cool that's, so that's I, family i just i just did i know you got i know you got some tracks with kevin yeah i did case closed on kevin gates yeah nice. jeff got me that and then yeah. i just recently uh before that i did something for them with uh pmvj mm-hmm. it's another artist they have yeah so you know, I'm kind of just like you know pitching music. I do a lot of work with YG and Mustard. Like me and Mustard did a lot of stuff together, um, maybe like a year and a half ago. So I did I did two joints on the Stay Dangerous album. Okay. The one with YG and uh, Ty Dolla Sign that I co-produced with Mustard. And uh, another one for him and Mozzie that I also co-produced oh, cool. with Mustard. Nice. Uh, called Too Brazy. So, but yeah, man, I just uh, you know collaborating. You know, I'm, I, my right now I'm like I want to collaborate with more producers and I want to um, kind of just stay in the realm of working with young artists. You know, like mm-hmm. artists' age. Like there's a lot of young artists coming up right now. You know that I want to work with. You know, in that realm like Suey, uh, there's T.J. Porter, Lil T.J. You know, mm-hmm. like Luke Hell. I mean. There's a lot of them, you know. It's a lot of them bass swag. What, are you, kinda, what are you learning from the young cats? They keep me relevant, you know. Like they keep me in the loop. So yeah. I don't, you know, cause I'm 29, so it's like. Yeah, you all know. Yeah, I mean, older, <laughs> a lot older than them, you know. But I'm not kinda, tell you how old I, am. I like to I like to stay hip to what's going on. So it even helps me, you know, even with the production. Yeah. Because I I could stay polished all yeah, the time yeah. I know what the kids want to hear what they're listening to you know through them so it kind of like it helps so I I focus a lot on staying around the youth and just mm-hmm. helping them grow you know and helping them develop that's really you know that's really where I want to start taking things well um so you're 29 so you know you came up in that J era yeah right Yep. Um, which was kind of the tail end of what you know, old guys like me think of as like the the golden age, right? Yep. Um, you know, so we have like this this reference. You know, we think about Jay back to you know Run DMC or Grandmaster Flash, like, and you know as kind of the defining the culture. Okay. And then you know cats of the next generation like they have a whole different perspective and we hear it sometimes when when you know yeah I hear it like, a lot with him like you know he's younger so when I hear him talk about like what artists are his favorites I'd be yeah. like damn it's kind of young for me you know like <laughs> like what like who like who's one of your favorite artists like my favorite artist. Like who would have like been when we, like, really like when we first met? You, you told me like one of the, one of your biggest inspirations when you first started rapping was Young Thug. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, like that. But but I have a different music taste when like listening to like music okay. I like love. But the music that inspired me to like right. rap and like all that and like music I get inspiration from is like Young Thug, Future, Amigos, stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
But like you're younger, so this is your generation. Yeah, but for like sure. to me, those are like newer artists. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when, yeah. when I think about it, I just like you know, it's just like you can see the difference in generations. For sure. Know? So what are we gonna say though? Like as far as just listening, like what's give me some two bucks my favorite rapper. Okay. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate the people who think I cap. Like they bro, people think you cap. They nah. think I cap. They're like, nah, he just be saying that. Nah, you don't. No, he legit listens to Tupac. He knows all the lyrics. I've seen him recite it. Like word by. You don't want to see that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He we be in the car and he's like re- he recites word for word. He's <laughs> definitely a Tupac fan for sure. What's your favorite Pac song? Um, I would say, how do you want it? How do you want it? Yeah, how do you want to start? You ever seen the video? Um, I don't know. I get the videos confused. That's uh, no, that's, I get around. I get around. Oh, that's I get around. That's okay. great. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. Find the uh, find the uncensored. Um, uh, how do you want a video? What is this? It an uncensored like? version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on, on VHS somewhere at home in the garage. That's crazy. It's sick. Damn, I never knew that. You just put me on. It was like Casey and JoJo, and they filmed it in a strip club, mm-hmm. and it was off the chain. That's dope. Yeah, you gotta find that online. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Um, I'm gonna watch that today too. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. So it's interesting. Like, so you listen to that, but then that's not really what inspires your style, right? Yeah, it's cause like I mean, I, I could like I was inspired like by Tupac to rap. You know, like I was like, oh yeah, this and that. Like I want to be like Tupac, but it was just like. I can't realistically do something like that and come up because, like, there's not anybody doing that, you know? And not just because there's not anybody doing it is not why I can't sure. do it. It's just, like, honestly, it's, like, a much harder, larger route. Like, it's so hard for anyone to take me serious, you know, like, alone. So mm-hmm. it's, like, you got to be taken serious to do stuff like that, you know? Sure. So I just I just went on the wave now. It's yeah. like it's really the wave, like all this trap music stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been um like the stuff we've been creating kinda like like we've been kinda getting away from that. I feel like I feel like trap music right now is kind of like in a place where everything's a little more melodic for the kids. Uh-huh. So like, yeah. Things are not so so dark. Right. Like it was like when Future and right. Doug was coming up. Now things are a little yeah, more, it's pretty sparse, right? Yeah, everything's yeah. kind of like more like jolly, like happy Uzi Vert type stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah, I think we've been aiming for a lot of that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah, it's funny because um, you know I think you have to really be in it to kind of feel all those differences. Mm-hmm. And I think like people like to sit on the sidelines and you know compare like you said like you know to to my generation like that whole you know they're grouping like three generations together of younger cats and just yeah. kind of you know complaining about the whole thing uh, yeah I don't know I don't have much patience for like on you know just complaining about other people's shit right like I think you know I, I think a lot of people um and when I mean people, I mean like older generations. I feel like there's always that they don't, they just can't grasp onto newer music because right. they're not into it. Yeah, so sure. like instead of like, 
I feel like they, instead of embracing younger artists, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, that's not music, you know? Right. Like, oh, that's shit, or that's trash. Well, it's funny how they forget, and, you know, I'm guilty of it once in a while, too, but I catch myself. But it's like, you forget that, you know, your parents did the same thing. Yeah. And, you know... Yeah. And we have this term, you know, called hip-hop, and then we expect everything to kind of be the same. But it's not as for, you know, that's a... 40 year old art form right that like there's no way that there's one sound that everything's supposed to sound the same it's supposed to change over time yeah exactly I I, I was telling him yesterday in the car I'm like I don't I don't think there's such thing as bad music because that's an, that's an opinion you know yeah. like you might not like a song but that song you don't like is special to somebody else around the world you know what I'm saying so I think that that term of like oh this this artist sucks is like like, I don't believe that. I think every artist... I think. I mean, I agree. I think so. Although, like, I think a lot of artists suck, but just to me, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like your opinion, it, yeah. But that doesn't mean... That, that they else. actually suck, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, exactly. Just like you could debate that there's people that say, like, Jay-Z's not a good rapper. I've heard right. people tell me that, and I think they're insane. But, <laughs> like, that's just my opinion, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... It, nobody's opinion really matters. You know what I mean? Like... If you're doing something you love and other people, yeah, I always love tell people too, I'm like, you know, because like, how could you call artists, you know, trash to be like they suck, <laughs> but they're fucking selling number one records, like, or they have had number one records, so right. obviously they don't suck that bad. And somebody likes their stuff. Right. People out there actually like their shit. Yeah, but so, I think we like to feel like I think that's just human nature. We like to feel like everybody else is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, we know something that mm. everyone else doesn't know. Yeah. That's true. You know? I also think that music sometimes, like, people call... Like, for example, Old Town Road. I know I know that kid got a lot of shit for that record, you know? Yeah. And it's like, the record's fun. Like, it's not like he got in the studio was trying to make a serious song. Right. Like, take this song for what it is. For sure. You know, people kind of just like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't get into this. And it's kind of like... Bro, it's a fun record, you know. It might not be for you, it's for kids. Like, right. Let it let it live where it lives. Yeah, yeah. That's my it, kid loves know? it. Yeah, like, like, let it be what it is. And I'm know? just like, it's not for me, but it's like, for somebody. I seen, it's I for seen, a lot of other people. I've seen people like, you know, like, oh, this is this isn't hip hop. Right. Or, you know, they it's like it has hip hop elements. I wouldn't consider it a complete hip hop record. Right. It definitely has hip hop elements though, so I mean it is what it is. I don't. I don't think there's no such thing as trash music, though. I don't call any records like trash. I'll just be like, I don't like that song. Yeah. Like that's not for me. It's not my. That's not my thing. Yeah. But hey, to each his own. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you What do you tell producers that are starting out? What's the What's the most important piece of advice you give young cats? Man, stay consistent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, stay focused, stay consistent. I feel like producers say they want to do it, but they're like, you know, if you're not making at least a beat every day, like, you don't want this bad enough. You know, like, but you that's be. crazy, because, like, producers would, like, hit me up so many times, like, bro, let me just send you beats. Like, it's a dream of mine. I'm like, let's get it. Send yeah, me beats. Send and they send it. I'm like, I wasn't really feeling that bag. Send another one. And they send, like, two beats. Like, yeah. this is what you wanted. Like, you wanted, right. like, they yeah. hit me up with all this just to do that. Like, I'm like, bro, I didn't like those beats. Like, that's all you have? Like, right. Yeah. 
It's a fact. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and that's what I was yeah. talking about earlier. Like, you know, you, you kind of like we're in a generation, you know, we're in a time where the new generation, they kind of like, they move through the music fast. It ain't like back in the day where we could sit on records for a long time. Right. Now it's like records come and go like. Sure. They're hot now, two months, and another song's hot. Like, I remember before growing up, records would be hot half the year. Yeah. Like a whole year. Listen, I bought a Jay-Z album, that'd be my album the entire year. Right. Well, uh, it was a whole different process, right? Like, you spend a year making a record, or half a year, Mm -hmm. and then you have three singles, you know, and then you go on tour. And there's so much more music being pumped out now, too, you know? It's like, it's crazy. It's like, I forgot what, what they told me. They told me it was like somewhere... Like thirty, forty thousand songs a day, a day on Spotify. It's insane. I was yeah. like, "What? So many songs are uploaded every day." Yeah. Like, how could you really keep up with music? That's why. Yeah, I mean, more li- more music Spanish. than you could ever listen to comes up every day. Yeah, like, like, so how can you really sit and like? People are just there's no time to like. They just want to hear a song, keep going. Hear a right. song, keep going, keep going. Like, there's so many songs. Like, but, but all the songs nowadays are like. Just like mine, they're all like a minute thirty. So yeah, it's like you sure. gotta have mad songs. Like my playlist, like I run through my playlist like on the way to the corner store. Like, Is that right? Yeah. Because it's all we just make one sure minute songs. songs. Yeah. We make sure songs. Yeah. You know, but I I like I like short songs because especially now in days with streaming. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like um, longer songs don't have replay value. Right. You know, like, if you listen nowadays, if a kid listens to a song that's four minutes, he might listen to it once and then sure. on to the next. Yeah. But if he listens to a song he really likes that's a minute dirty, he's going to play it back and play it back and play it back. Right. Yeah. If he wants to keep running it back. Song, I, I'll skip. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you skip. Exactly. That's the mentality now. Back in the day, it wasn't like that. That's so interesting because, like... I was actually just reading a book about that, how music is created for the environment that is listened, that is heard in, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, they were talking about the, you know, the the jazz cats in the in the in like the forties and fifties, they would, um, you know, they would improvise and they would have these 12, 15 minute songs, and it was to keep people at the bar drinking longer, right? Because you're supposed to be in the club, listening yep. to this band play, and you know they had to fill up four hours or whatever uh, so that people would stay there drinking so they had longer songs and you know but then when you're playing at Miles Davis at home you're not thinking about that right Um, but now it's a totally different environment and you gotta make the song that fits the way people wanna listen yeah that's crazy that's crazy it's like and now people have like short time spans sure like you know like nobody wants to like sit and listen to even me, I'm not gonna hold you. I can't. I like. I gotta really like a song and listen through it, to it all the way through. Like, yeah. I might like a song. I I might like a song a lot. Once it hits that second verse, I'm like switch. <laughs> I listen to like the first hook, the the verse, the hook, and then I'm yeah. like switch. Yeah. Unless it has a feature, then I want to listen to the other person. Right, on right, it. right. But besides that, I'm like I'm not even listening to a song complete. Right? Yeah, facts. I'm not even running through a whole song anymore. Is I that don't. Right? Yeah can't even remember the last time I ran through an entire song. So how do you think about that when you're writing your lyrics? Like, is there... When I'm bored of the song, I gotta you're done. save it yeah. and finish. Yeah. Like, Keep it moving. Yesterday, me and Cito were recording a song, 
and I'm in the middle of the verse rapping and he's sitting there because we record everything in my room and I'm just rapping and then I'm like I start mumbling and I'm like blah, blah 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 and I'm like yo fuck that See though, bring the hook back in, and literally I'm just mumbling, and he just brings the hook back in because I didn't. I like was just he like, said the recording yeah. playing yeah, around, yeah, yeah. and I was like, that was actually dope, and we kept it, yeah, and it was like it's like the highlight of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's yeah. actually rapping, and then it's like he messes up, and he just he's like, and then he just says like some gibberish, and then he's like, fuck that. He's like, bring the hook back in. So I just cut the beat there. Probably gonna love that. Yeah, when he says fuck that, I just like cut the beat, and it's just like quiet, and he's like, bring the hook back in. Boom, and it. It drops and the hook comes back you could tell like, that I was like you could tell in the recording process I was already bored of the verse like I was bored of like rapping it over I was like I'm gonna bubble it bubble I'm like bro this is like bring the hook back in yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was so organic though and it's like that's another thing like you know people we, we're in a time right now where people don't want to hear serious music people want to have fun especially yeah. these kids you know yeah. you have things like trailer and TikTok where kids want to be able to like do sure. their little woes and videos so that's it's like wild. you know so like things like that you know go viral because it's things that kids believe it or not it's things that kids are going to be doing they're going to want to say that they're, they're going to want to be like, like <laughs> because it's just fun you know it's like it's, it's fun to say yeah you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, so it's, it's, I told him it's, it's always great to have, you know, I always, when we record, I always make sure that the song has at least one part that is special. Like, every song is supposed to have a special moment. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always supposed to be that special moment in the song. Like, I always I always um, go back to that record that ASAP Rocky put out a couple years ago. I don't remember it. Um, it had 2 Chains and Kendrick Lamar on it. Okay. And there's a there's a part where like the beat stops and Kendrick goes, "Girl, I know you want this dick." Like, and, oh my. and he's like, "I'm Kendrick Lamar," and like that part of the song is so special because right. like even in the club when they play it, the DJ could stop it. Sure. You hear the whole crowd go like, "Girl, I know you want this." You know dick. the craziest thing like, is, I've never heard that song, but I've heard that part. Uh huh. Because it's the because highlight of the record. Or, yeah, or I've probably seen it in yeah. a funny video or something. Yeah, because it's it's the sure. highlight of the song. I feel like every song needs to have like has has to have a special moment in it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you something as an artist. Um, what? How? How are you thinking about your your social media, like your interaction with fans? Um, um, what do you mean? How was I thinking about like, it? Like, you know, I think it's so much a part of being an artist today, right? Is that, you know, again, it used to be you could lock yourself away, not really talk uh, to fans. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's like with the social media stuff, it's... I feel like it's amazing because there's, it gives chances to so many people who wouldn't have a chance back in the day when you have to, like, push out your records, like, actually push them out sure. yourself. Yeah. And, like, because I tell a lot of my friends, they're like, bro, like, I want to get big and music and I want to rap and this and that, but I don't have money, I don't have this, right. I don't have that. I'm like, bro, I know you have an iPhone. Right. Instagram's free. Yeah. Twitter's free. Yeah. These apps are free, you know, like, you could literally blow up on social media and your music's gonna take off. Like, what I did is, like, shot my video on the iPhone, put it on YouTube, promoted it on Instagram, promoted myself through social media with comedy in different types of ways. Yes. Funny stuff, controversy, you know, like, different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it just grows the music. And I love that because, like, a lot of my friends, like, right now, like don't have much money and they're blowing up just off of social media stuff. 
just because it gives everyone a chance. Have you ever put up something you wish you hadn't said? Nah, social because no. I don't take it that serious. Like social media is just like, yeah, like some kids will be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this person just said that in my comments." But me, it's just right. like, I can say anything in the world. But I yeah. just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm gonna die alone in my cat's kid, You know, like ain't nobody gonna lay with me. Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's I don't a fact. Care. That's right. Um, okay, let me get to this uh, lightning round. So, what's your favorite city to travel to? L.A. Okay, I hear where we at. It yeah. used to the be. It used to be uh, the Bay when I was there. You from the Bay? <laughs> That's a fact. I do oh, love the yeah. Bay. Where, where, the where bay. you from? San Jose. Oh, okay, I grew up in San Francisco. What? Yes, sir. That's crazy. I'm meeting so many people from the Bay right when I that's leave. Crazy. Oh, that's funny. Um, who's your favorite DJ? My favorite DJ, actually, my best friend. His name's DJ Fast Life. Okay. Yeah, we gotta check favorite, him out. He's my favorite DJ. Nice. So who's your favorite DJ? DJ Fast Life. He's the littest DJ. Is that right? Yeah. Gosh, okay. I'm always down to learn about new DJs. Yeah, he's lit. It's like, he don't even gotta play music. He's lit himself. Yeah. He'd be he in the, that. DJ Fast Life, we about to turn it. Good job. I'm yeah. like, hey. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of energy here. Okay. Yeah, he's dope. Cool. Um... What's the last great book you read? Raising Kanye. Oh, I don't know it. Never heard, read nah. that book? It was, uh, it was written by his mom Yeah. right before she passed. Oh, that's... It's called Raising Kanye. seems like it'd be great. I, I actually bought the book, and uh, that was, like, my last great read. Okay. I, well, I read it back in 09, and then I just reread it a few months ago. Dope. So, yeah. What movie have you seen the most in your life? What movie have I seen the most? It's between two movies. Uh-huh. Forrest Gump uh-huh. is one of them, and Juice. Uh, that's a good combination. Yeah. I've watched those movies a million times. Both great movies. Yeah, true. You got one? Yeah. Um. I feel like I've seen Mike and Dave New Wedding Dates. I've probably seen that, like... <laughs> thousand times okay and then I had the other guys oh yeah on like a CD and that's all I had and I was just like watch that every single night man that whole shit with it when they go meet his wife like we couldn't <laughs> yeah we couldn't stop laughing oh yeah man it's so funny bruh yeah I those are good movies, movies. Yeah, yeah those are good movies yeah yeah um tell me one decision to change your life forever one decision that changed my life forever The minute I had kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, when I had my first son, that changed my life forever. That's crazy. We went from movies to this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like we get serious. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Mine too. Yeah, that, changed, sure. that definitely changed my life forever. How about you? Yeah, mine too. Three year old. No, I'm playing. Um, it changed my life. I think I know the answer for you. I think I know what it is. What? It was it's it was that moment when oh, you were yeah, able yeah. to help your family out with everything. Yeah, no, nah, it was really the moment when um my grandpa and grandma both like passed away in the same year. Mm. And I've never had anybody pass like that. Yeah. You know. And they passed and it just like showed me like damn. 
like they can just be taken away that easy you know i need to give my family the best life i can give them while they're here yeah and they were struggling every day with work and stuff and really opened my eyes that i could really help them out yeah um yeah we got all serious now (laughs) uh okay i'm we're gonna world premiere a new question see if it works we'll test it out uh, sometimes I wake up most days I wake up with a song playing in my head and it's not always a song I like has that ever happened to you? yeah what's, what's the I mean, last, I what's I don't like the last the song. song I mean no it doesn't have to be that I'm yeah. just saying did you what's the last song you remember like waking up to? oh my god I'm coming out <laughs> I want the last one now yeah. Wait, see, you got something you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got something you want to tell again? Nah, man, I just, I don't know. I woke up with that song in my head. It's a good song, man. I'm not going to Yeah, it is a good song. <laughs> I, t- I woke up with a Van Halen song playing in my head this week. Yeah? Which is actually, it's not like a song that I love, but it, it plays in my head a lot in the morning for some reason. Wow. What about you? How about you? Does that happen to you? I think he thinks about his own song. <laughs> uh, you wake I don't, up I don't know. Song? I wake up like, God, man, I really got to get out of this bad hour. No <laughs> kind of music. I'm just like, let's go. All right. Fair enough. Well, so, I hear Cito making beats in my room. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work to fact. do. Yeah, facts. I get it. Um, if I worked for you, what's something I would hear you say over and over? He's drinking. That's like my thing. We need Tito's. We need Tito's. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the you time. Need, like whenever I'm drinking, whenever I'm drinking, I always go, he's drinking. Okay. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I say it like 20 times a day. Yeah, for sure. That's what? a good question, actually. He, said, tw- he says he says that 20 times a day. That means he's drinking <laughs> 20 times a day. Yeah. Well, he might say it over and over while yeah. he's drinking. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, you know. Nah, he'll be drinking you know 20 times a day. Yeah, no, how about you? I'm a rock star. Something, wait, what was the question? Well, if I worked for you, what would I hear you say over and over? I need some hot Cheetos. <laughs> I'm not working till I get my hot Cheetos. That's a fact. That's in the rider. Huh? He likes yeah, hot yeah, Cheetos sure. with lemon. Okay. And a little bit of salt. A little, oh, little yeah. bit of salt. Nice. Yeah, we might fuck around, throw some fruit in there. Stop playing yeah, me. He's weird. And some real Mexican stuff. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some real Mexican stuff. I'll be playing pork skin in my Cheetos. Okay. Go crazy. Is that right? That sounds crazy. That's what I'm having for breakfast. <laughs> uh, well, let's promote the music. What's what's coming up next and where does everybody find it? Um, well, Familiar's out right now. Yeah. Featuring Tory Lanez, TJ Porter, and Suey. Dope. Suey just dropped a project, I mean, uh, a single called Zoom. It's out right now. Go check Go that out. That. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, his album, Tsunami, is out right now, too. Been out for a few months. Keep streaming that. And me and Sue, we got, you know, another album on the way. Album so, on the way. Yeah, we'll be checking. We'll be checking that. I appreciate y'all. Come back anytime. You want to promote something, whatever. Awesome, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you, man. Yo, that was Sito with Sui Generis on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Make sure you leave us a comment on Twitter, on Facebook, etc. We're at Rebel Radio Net. Uh, you can always leave us five stars on iTunes if you're in the mood. And uh, most importantly, come back next week and check out more Rebel Radio. Peace. <laughs>